Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. <laughs> and I'm Alyssa. I tried to like dance my way into the intro. I understand I'm wearing really big sunglasses right now in the studio, so it, it looks not okay. I looked very awkwardly into the camera with like this stupid grin. We are soon about to see this video. By the time you will see it, it'll be during when the episode records, but I figured I needed to go big or go home for the very first time. We're actually going to post the video that we receive in our studio. Oh man, I feel so (laughs) self-conscious in this moment. It's unreal. (laughs) That's why I wore my sunglasses. I didn't feel great. They are big, obnoxious ass sunglasses and I love them. They were pretty big. I didn't even bother putting on mine. I am about to take them off because I'm already annoyed with them. You're already annoyed. Feel... Is it too dark in here? No, it's surprisingly not. They're like that tortoise shell color. So like mm, a little so orangey brown. Orange. But it's great. Um, welcome, guys, to the sex episode. The sex episode. We're here in the studio with Mike the Mike guy who just ran out to get Sabrina a water because... He got you one, too. He <gasps> grabbed two cups. Oh, bless I watched Mike it the Mike guy. He's our favorite. Oh. So one of nice. our, I won't say absolute favorite Don't say because I favorite. love every single person at the studio that records us, but he's like top five. Top five. There's only five. That's why I said top five. <laughs> but we have new guys in the, in the studio yes, now come to Gotham and we love every single one of them. We gave a big appreciation post to these guys uh, last week, but one more time because this time we were actually in the studio with a scheduled time. Yes. And we <laughs> love it here. If you are a podcast that is looking for a studio in New York City, please contact Gotham Podcast Studio. You can find them, otherwise known as GPS. Um, I believe it is GPS.com. If not, Google them. Look for Gotham Podcast Studio downtown, although they're about to move. They are moving. We are going to be in a new location soon. Do we know where it is? No. We don't know exactly, but we do know the general area. They were looking at Midtown. That's all we know. We were told it is a point by a central hub, meaning Penn Station, Grand Central, somewhere right there. To give the users a little bit of context of where we're at right now, we are extremely close to the World Trade Centers. We're very downtown, um, right by the Oculus, which Mm -hmm. is a really massive shopping area. And it's great being down here. There's a lot of trains. There's the 456 line. There's the NQRW line, Mm -hmm. 123, and the AC. Wow, that's all of them, actually. Yeah, wow. So I'm excited for them to move closer to Midtown. If that's where they're moving, we will know soon, hopefully. And I will be either extremely happy if I can just take the queue in one direction. I know. I'm so biased. I, like, hope it's closer. Man, if I could take the queue line... It'd be great. The reason I say that is because the queue line runs along 2nd Avenue, and we live very close to 2nd Avenue, um, and it just makes our walk a little bit easier. Although today we took a cab, and it was great. We did. But, I mean, we went to brunch before this, so... For all those, it'll be past the holiday, but happy Easter to those who celebrated. Happy Passover to those who celebrated this weekend. Two very big holidays this weekend Mm -hmm. to both of you. Um, It was a good time, though. We celebrated somewhat Easter on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, we we got invited to a brunch, and Mm -hmm. naturally, of course, we said yes. Um, Naturally, we say yes to every brunch. Brunch, we're there. Um, So we went, you know, had a good time, though had a weird time. Really weird times, Uh, but it was good. The drinks were good, the food was good, a little weird service, but you know, that sometimes happens here in the city. But, not to stray from our topic, 
you came here for the sex episode. That's what you're going to get. <laughs> that was painful. That was ear. our coasters the on the table. Why would you do that? Because Just because Mike is not here does not mean that you can just do whatever. Okay. Not all the time, but sometimes. <laughs> um, let's jump right into it. Um, actually, before we get there, we want to bring our amazing company that we are ambassadors of. And yes. that is Muslim Backpacks. Gotta talk about the Muslim Backpacks. Guys, summer is coming. Yes, it is. Traveling in for that warm weather season is coming. You're gonna need a bag to travel. You're gonna need a bag. And these bags are pretty lit. Why I not will get, say. Why not get a bag that has three different ways to carry it? Exactly. You can have a backpack. An over-the-shoulder bag, like a gym yep. bag, and then also... There's also the handle to carry it. The handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if like a duffel. If you use the code... Sabrina, would you like to tell them the code? Keeping it together. For 20% off your purchase. That is keeping it together. Most people only get 10 15%. Nah, we got 20% off your purchase of With these that backpacks. code of keeping it together. Keep in mind, there are two different uh, sizes of backpacks. If you use it on the large backpack, your purchase is under $40. With shipping. What size do we have the... We have the small size. We have the small. Okay, the small fits a lot, y'all. The small does fit a lot. The small is technically on their website supposed to fit three different outfits, a pair of shoes, a laptop, a water bottle, because on the outside of the backpack, there's a water bottle, not to mention all your toiletries, not to mention whatever else shit you want to put in the front pocket of the bag. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? There's so much stuff you could do. If you get the large size, you get six outfits in there. Yeah. Okay. When we went to Plus Chicago, two pairs of shoes. When we went to Chicago, Alyssa and I, we both used our backpacks. And in my backpack, I I maybe packed only two outfits. I also packed like a heavy sweater and like a heavy scarf. Yep. I had all my toiletries in there, guys. I still had a lot of room to use. Like I probably could have fit another outfit or two, depending on the thickness, and then possibly a pair of like flat shoes. There you go. I That's a lot. That's a, a good lot, amount, though. A lot going That's on. That's a great there. amount. Man, I just took my sunglasses off, and it was life-changing. Does the world look different now? The world looks a little brighter. It was little days before, but now it looks a little brighter, and I'm glad. <laughs> little days. I only want to wear these sunglasses because I never wear them. They're very big and obnoxious, so I feel obnoxious when I wear them, but that's okay. But I hope y'all <laughs> are ready. Let's jump right into it. So we have... Two new segments to bring to you guys that we're extremely excited about. Yes. They are going to be regular segments within every sex episode now. Sabrina, would you like to bring in the very first segment? All right. Our first new segment is toy you should use. So we're going to start talking about sex toys because they're not talked about enough. No, they're and- not. And just to give pref uh, a little bit of... Uh, I can't even think of the word. Preface? Preface, yeah. Preface. I don't even know why I doubted that. To give a little bit of a preface, these are our opinions. Yes. We are not sex experts. We are not sex therapists. We are people who... I This is going to sound so bad, but these are our opinions. Yeah, these, I mean, these, these used, are opinions. We may or may not have used these before. We may or may not be curious about using them. You do a lot better explaining than I do. I... I think this is a good idea just, you know, because people are curious about sex toys. Don't lie. We know you are. Somehow people like our opinions and, and have told <laughs> us this stuff as toys that they should use. Yeah, people people like our opinions. So we're going to give our opinions on sex toys because 
they're not talked about enough. And we are a podcast that talks about the things that aren't. We are supposed to be an open forum about sex and that's what we're going to be. And we promise to be more of that. Uh, and to all the users that have written in and asked us to be, we are here, we are doing it, and we are ready to be out in the open. We're going to do it. We're going to do this thing. So first things first for our first toy. Yes. We are going to talk about <coughs> the cock ring. The cock ring. <laughs> the cock ring. I Why guess- to use it? Why not to use it? Opinions, thoughts, all of it. Yes. All right. So I have a little article pulled up called cock rings 101 interesting balesa.co oh no now a lot of people can be afraid of them i will say this thing there there's necessarily this stigma around sex toys that some people don't like the to use them because they feel like the partner could always want to use them and that's not the purpose of sex toys sex toys are supposed to enhance the experience a little bit they're not supposed to make the experience so if you are or your partner are considering using sex toys, talk to each other, communicate, and preface that it is only to maybe help enhance it, add a little something spicy to it, but it's not necessarily your entire sexual experience. Remember, sex is about connecting with a person. It is about having a great time, enjoying it. And if there's a toy out there that helps you, maybe this could be the toy that helps you. But regardless, it is time to start destigmatizing sex toys. Yes. The cock ring being one of them. Yes. All right. Sorry. I I was having a tough time pulling up the article. It like disappeared. I figured. Um, but basically this article is, is from the perspective of somebody who was eh, about using one. Uh, okay. And they decided to use one with the partner. Uh, this The writer of this article, she is female. So this is from the female's perspective. Okay. Um. So first of all, she she uh, she talks about what she's learned. So first things first, cock rings are pretty safe, um, and they can enhance sexual sensation significantly for both the man and the woman. With the right one, it can do both. Mm-hmm. With the right one, you got to find the one that's right for you. There's so many out there. It's all about finding the right one. So first things first, what is a cock ring? So, a cock ring is a ring made of silicone, metal, leather, rubber, nitrile, plastic, Velcro, or even rope for you kinky ones out there. For all those (laughs) looking to get a little dirty. (laughs) Which is placed at the base of the penis to restrict blood flow in your man's member, which in turn results in harder and longer lasting erections. This could be very good for people who have a tough time maintaining an erection. Yes. Um... And it can increase the intensity of orgasms for both of you because who doesn't want that? That's what everybody wants out of sex. Let's just talk about this quickly before we dive into this. Why do people have sex? For the orgasm. For the big O. They're looking for some pleasure out of it. If you don't get one out of it, that's okay. As long as you are enjoying yourself, I'll even take the orgasm part out of it because you are looking to enjoy yourself. You are looking to have a good time. I'm looking for that feel good. Exactly. And if there's something out there that can help you feel good, exactly, let it happen. <laughs> you did so, not know what to do with that. So, yes. she goes on to say that there are many different styles of cock rings. Um, there's adjustable ones. Yep. So you can, you know, determine the constriction level. I kind of like those ones because it gives you like a non um pressure feel to it like you control it because a lot of people think that toys specifically with cock rings there is a 
not even one size fits only, but like one style, that's it. You yeah. can't change from that. Like it's either one that constricts it and doesn't make it comfortable. So if there's, I think if there's one out there where you can change the constriction on it, that's incredible. I think I've actually never heard of that. Adjustable is really good for, for people who are using it for the first time and they don't understand it. I, I've heard um, of like the vibrating and non-vibrating ones. Yes, there is. There this is, is that. A, this is a game changer. Which she goes on to say that her recommendation is the vibrating one. I've owned, okay. I've owned a vibrating one. Okay. Um, This girl? No, I mean I've I've also oh you owned one. I've owned one yeah you own a vibrating one or non vibrating a vibrating one interesting have you used it yes I have um clearly but, you don't want to talk about it I we mean will. yeah okay, okay. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about it a little bit before we so, get too deep in the article so my experience with it which by the way fun fact guys I pulled out a blanket underneath my bed today and I found <gasps> the pink silk bag you found the pink silk bag we've been which, talking about this good news I found my dildo no way <laughs> No way. Still want to buy a new one, though. But no way. Um, I'm glad you found it because I was a little concerned. It really got lost in the move, like, on the I was, street. Got I was lost. also concerned. I was like, some homeless person is having the time of their life. Um, but anyways. Too funny. So um, one of the things that I do on, I do own a vibrating cock ring. Um, I, from my own experience, I don't think I fully understand how to use it properly. Or okay. I might. I might, depending on how far we get into this article. Um, yeah. I mean, so I've used one. My my experience with it, it is so. There's the ring part. It's not adjustable. Um, so there's the ring. Most people from from what I gathered about conversations about this stuff, most people don't have adjustable yeah. ones. But I do like that there are adjustable ones out there. I think that makes a little bit of the stigma go away because there's a little aspect of control. Because people are control freaks. Let's just break it down to it. Yeah. Everybody likes to have control over the situation. Mm-hmm. If you can maybe have control over this, especially if you're nervous to use one. Amazing. You can make it on your settings. Yes. So let's see. I mean, it's it's like silicone, mm-hmm. like nice soft plastic, not plastic, but rubber, whatever. Um, so it's circular. And then at the top, there's a fat like head. Like think. Okay. Because it's, it's like it's flat. How, how can I even describe this thing right now? So there's there's a circular part. Are there any ridges in it? There's no ridges. Okay. Because so the, if it's vibrating, there's usually not. There, it's it, it, there's like a top part on to- on top of one of the sides of the circular area mm-hmm. that comes forward a lot. Um, Naturally, and it's flat. I, yeah, that's a terrible description of it. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna do my best here. Um, also, shout yes. out to Mike, the Mike guy that just brought us water. Yes, yeah, shout he out one of the best employees. I came back with the water. Shout out. Um, it has like seven different settings. So you have like your fast. Seven settings? You have like track. Seven settings have, on a cock ring? Yes. You have like your fast, medium, slow. Naturally. And then you got like. Probably like different variations of it. Like a mm-mm-mm or like a mm Yes. Yeah, so there's. Yeah. I mean, so those are like the normal like, settings on something that vibrates. There's like a mm mm like like weird like, that, like different settings like yeah. that for like the final four or whatever. My vibrating sounds are great. <laughs> So, anyways, you know, there's a different settings. The way that I used it with my partner at the time was they put it on, and the way that it was set up is that that big fat part they talked about at the top was supposed to touch my your clit. <laughs> I don't know why you're so afraid of saying it. We have why. an episode about sex specifically. I was, just I was let it so all ready out. to say it, and it just didn't. But come you out. didn't. But yeah, so that that part was meant to touch the Alyssa clit. <laughs> When you're going for it, so so depending on what position, and 
I will say that it was good, but there were points where you couldn't get like the positioning right. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I think with practice, it would get better. But then again, I might not have been using it correctly. So knowing that you've used one previously, do you recommend others to use it? I vibrating specifically, not cock rings as a whole, but vibrating cock rings specifically. I think it's I think it's good as an enhancement because mm-hmm. if there are women out there who are like me who haven't actually orgasmed from intravaginal and have only done it from the outside, um, yep. I think I think it's great. That that's why I loved it. That's why I was interested in it is because it gave me that option so that while my partner he was pleased from you that know, is typical P and V kind of sex. Um, I was also getting my own pleasure from it. So amazing. Yes. Um, but let's head back to the article and let's go on to how do you use a cock ring properly? Properly. All right. Properly. Interesting. So for starters, choose a ring that suits you and your and his needs. I said that very, very weird. Sorry guys. Um, and make sure you both understand how to get it on and get it off. So, a C-ring should be used, should be placed around the shaft of the penis or around both, oh, the cock and the balls. Yeah, you've never heard of that? Okay. That's actually the only way I've used it. Oh, wow. Well, you probably had like a stretchy one. So, the vibrating one is very mm. stiff. I, I mean, I've used one of those, but I've also done it over the balls as well. Ah. It's possible. You just got to find the right one. Okay, so, um, note, make sure that he is flaccid or only semi-erect <laughs> when you put it on side Yeah, rookie mistake thinking to put it on <laughs> when they're not like that. Um, don't do that. Just don't. Ah. It's a bad time. Ah. <laughs> no. So, if you're gonna, I believe if you're going to do it, do it right. You know? So the article My suggests the article suggests that you take a small amount of lube and spread it around the inside of the ring. Make, you know, some mm-hmm. nice some nice lubrication there to slither it on down. Stop. <laughs> if um let's see here. So you gotta slide it all the way down. If it's meant for both the penis and the balls. Then one <laughs> testicle at a time should be placed through the ring. I love you trying to explain things because you get like that nervous schoolgirl like type thing that's like, oh, oh. It's so funny. Keep going. Okay, keep going. Um, once the testicles are comfortably inside the ring, then your man's ever loving cock can break on through to ever the other loving. Side. Where yes. did you find this article? Is this on Cosmo? No, this is Belessa.co. What? Yes, I'm loving this. I'm Interesting. loving this. All right. So a C ring should not be worn for more than twenty to thirty minutes at a time. Although some say an hour is safe. But say that- twenty to thirty minutes it like seems long, but it's really not long if you think about it. Yeah. Because you just you just got to make sure that you have a properly fitting ring um, and a constant erection is what it's saying. Here. Interesting. Okay. So if it is too tight, if he's experiencing discomfort, coldness, take or it a off. tingling sensation, take, take it, it off. off. Take it off. Take it off. Oh, my God. Um, preface, sex is not about pain. Yes. It's about pleasure. And that's what it should be. And if somebody is experiencing pain, say no and stop and figure it out from there. And fun fact, ladies. Love a good fun fact. There's more than one way to use a cock ring. Hint, you don't need a cock. 
Interesting. What? New development. I All actually right. don't know this, but continue. Um. So, let's see. Um, As you're scrolling through. I'm scrolling through to, to find out where it talks about it, because I think I know what, what she means here. Um, so, vibrating cock rings can transform your vibrator into a dual toy. And uh, that makes sense to me. That offers both clitoral and internal vaginal stimulation. Interesting. Ah, oh my. You can also slide one over your fingers and around your palm for hand jobs that create a real buzz on men or women. Interesting. Okay. Um, multifaceted <laughs> toys. That's what we like to hear. Yes. So, ah, interesting. Bonus <laughs> tips. Sorry. <laughs> I'm finding this article so damn interesting. You are right like now. actually reading I'm it. I'm really like into this article. Um, so bonus tips, y'all. For extra easy removal, oh, you, you trim or shave the pubic hair or more lube. One or one one or two options here. Interesting. One of those you have to kind of think about before you use it though. True. Um if you're using a cock ring with a condom, this is important because we love safe sex. Wearing a ring that goes behind the balls may be better because this prevents it from interfering with the condom and possibly even tearing it. Yep. Um, so if you do wear a ring around the just the base of the penis, uh, just be extra careful. You use a bit of lube on the ring. Soft materials are less likely to tear condoms and rings with snaps mm-hmm. and or fasteners, of course. Fasteners. Interesting. So... Never seen one of those before. Cock rings can be fun, but it's also, too, you got to be careful when you're having the safe sex with the cock ring. You have to make sure the partner is okay with it. Yes. But I'm all for it. I've used them. I think they're great. Um, They can really add that enhancement that sometimes you're looking Mm -hmm. for if you're looking to spice it up, do something a little bit different. Um, And if your partner is involved, whether that be a male or a female and you want to try it, clearly there is an article that talks about how... Um, females can use it as well. We'll be sure to link this in, um, this week's episode, but if you're looking to try it, one, make sure you talk to your partner and make sure they're comfortable. Um, and two, if you're going to do it, I suggest going together to get it. Don't mm-hmm. let yep. one person only get it. Go together. Make it an experience. Well, that's... that's Make it an outing together. That's if you're with a partner right now that you're constant with. So- or even if you're not with a partner, you know what? Maybe... Take them on a date. Here in New York City, what is one of the best places you could take someone right now for this? We just passed it on our way to the studio. The Museum of Sex. The Museum of Sex. There is one here in New York City. So if you are a New York City regular, uh, somebody who lives here or visits here or whatever, and you have somebody with you, you've been itching to try that new thing with, the Museum of Sex is a great date night. Mm -hmm. They have a bounce house of boobs you can jump around in. So we're not even sponsors of them. I love that place. It's <laughs> I know so you much love them. Fun. You love them. I've I've been on. I've been with my boyfriend a few times. We have a blast every time they go. There's this like virtual reality experience there. You can do that. Diplo um, did the music behind, and it's an intriguing experience. But they also supply a really really good collection of cock rings that you can choose mm-hmm. from. They have great staff that can help you figure out what you want if you're there solo. Um, if you go there with a partner, keep in mind there is a museum behind it too. Not There's not just the sex store, but yes. definitely if you have a partner, do it with your partner. If you don't have a partner, go do it your damn self. Go find one you like. There are plenty out there that you can go shopping for by yourself too, and you can find the right one. Yes, yes. So my recommendation is, fellas, don't be scared of it. 
give it a shot. Could be really good for you and Look can at, be really good for you. Even and if you ladies, are a guy, maybe go by yourself and find one. You're yeah. the one that's going to have to use it. There's that too. More than likely. If you are the person that's going to use it, go out shopping for yourself. It's like shopping for a shirt. You're going to wear True. it. True. You're going to wear it. Might as well like it. And ladies, 10 out of 10 recommend, if you're going to go for this, do the vibrating one. Makes Mult- all the difference. Multifunctional. I'm just going to put it out there. It's multifunctional. It's great. Sex I- is all about pleasure, and it's all about being together and being in that moment present together. So do something that's going to bring pleasure in the both of you. Mm-hmm. Just saying. It's going to make that experience 10 times better. Well, moving on uh, into a couple topics that we wanted to talk about. The first one um, is the aspect of actual orgasming. Yes. You wanted to bring this up. You wrote it down as something that was important to you to write down. Oh, I'm bringing in the next topic again? You? Are, I mean, I can bring it in. You want to bring um, it in? Go for a it. lot of people discuss how sex is a two-part deal, that both parties should be benefiting from it, and... One of the questions that's come up recently from our friends, from other people, from people's experiences, asking the person that you're having sex with if they orgasmed or not, and actually making sure that that person is benefiting from it. Because there are certain Mm -hmm. situations, ladies, I know you out there because I've been there as well, when you're having sex with somebody and you know you're not going to orgasm, it's not going to happen, and they orgasm without you, and they don't ask you afterwards if you orgasmed. It ain't fair. I can probably understand why they don't because they're probably too ashamed for whoever the partner is, whether the partner is a male or a female. I think it comes from a a lot of feelings of just being ashamed, Mm -hmm. knowing that you're going to and they're probably not going to either. But I still think it's rude. I'm not saying it gives somebody an excuse to do it. Yeah. Because I also believe in sex is a two-part deal. It's about pleasuring your partner and also receiving pleasure and making sure all parties around are happy. Yes. Because you exactly. don't want an unhappy sex partner because that's what, guess what that means? They're not coming back. They're not coming back. Nope. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I feel like as a woman, this happens to me way too much. Um, it I'm does not, happen with a lot of women. I'm not I'm not trying to bash men here, but I've just been with two. Well, I, I'm not. I'm going to say it. Too many men, but like I've, oh. I've been, I've been, I've been with men who have not. Who, well, okay, first I've been with men who have you know orgasmed, and then they're like, "All right, it's done. Get on out. We're good." And that's and like, awful. And it's like, oh, it's like thanks. Right, like I'll go fuck myself then. Literally, like what? <laughs> like what do you literally? Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. I've been with people before and I've been like, what the fuck? And then I've been like, so I've been so turned on and like so ready to orgasm to go that I've actually gone to the bathroom taking care of myself because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm pissed. Sometimes you do what you got to do, man. I mean, it, I'm just saying nobody has got to do it. I know some of y'all out here, you've done the same damn thing. I think you should always be courteous. You should always ask the other person whether they do or not. You should always be decent enough to ask if they orgasmed or not it's like all right if you're if you're going to ask me if i'm on birth control you should ask me if i've come yes right? i'm just gonna put it yes 100 percent. Like, like if you are asking hey you protect it because i'm trying to do this shit 
you should also ask if they came afterwards. Like, that's important. And ladies, all right, listen, I understand that we are a breed of people who don't get enough orgasms like men do, but we, we are still are also responsible of asking our partners if they've come. I've been in that situation before where I've been with somebody and we yep. were going and then they just they stopped and I was like okay. One of- and then I was and then I and then I actually asked them. I was like, "Did you?" and they said no. And I took that as, "Oh, they're a little bit tired. Mm-hmm. So let me take over, let me do my own thing." And that helped enhance the experience. So one of the many reasons that I love my boyfriend and I know he's very rare in this aspect is he always makes sure to ask me afterwards if I was satisfied. Always does. And if I'm not, then we deal with it. Mm -hmm. And if I am amazing, then we carry on how we normally do. But the fact that he asks is a huge deal. And that's, let me tell you, ladies, men, whoever you are, whoever your preference is, make sure your partner asks if you're satisfied. Mm -hmm. Because if you ain't satisfied then, you're not going to be satisfied later. And it's important to understand and be able to admit if you're not. Don't lie to them. Tell them. Yes. And then also, too, as far as the answer, if you get an answer where they say no, but they also say that they're done, then that's okay, too. Because some sometimes people, right. it's it's not always, and, and it's, not, it's not as often, but sometimes people just don't want to orgasm. It happens. Like, they're, they're too damn tired. Happen. Like, there's too much on their mind. Like, it's just not going to happen for them. And you can't and take it personally. that's okay. But at least you asked. And that's the important part. At least you gave mm-hmm. enough of a shit about how they're feeling to ask. It's important to understand how the other person is doing. I feel like sex sometimes can be very one-sided, depending on who you are, especially if it's one of those one-night stand situations, like a fucking Chuck type situation. You still need to be mindful of the other person. Exactly. Because you're still taking that other person's energy into you, literally. So you should be courteous enough to want to make sure the other person is having a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. Exactly. The other thing that we wanted to talk about is a phrase that I wasn't sure of until you actually brought it up. Yes. Um, So we'll have you bring in this one. This is also very new to me, but I think that this is something very important that we should talk about because I didn't understand it, which means that there are a lot of people out there that don't as well. Yep. Um, So this is a very new term. Well, I want to, it's new to me. Um, So it is sexual coercion now before we actually define this almost every man or woman has experienced this at some point you've probably just never actually heard of the term before we've talked people talk about this it's a very popular pop culture type topic um a lot involved with the me too movement yes yes so sexual coercion according to womenshealth.gov is unwanted sexual activity that happens when you are pressured, tricked, threatened, or forced in a non-physical way. Yes. And I think this happens more often than we would like to admit. Unfortunately, um, it has become a social issue that many people have had to deal with, and it's not great. And it does need to be talked about openly. So a couple of examples that the website gives um, are these. So the first is um, wearing you down by asking for sex again and again or... Even after you said no. Yes. Or making you feel bad, guilty, or obligated. So basically when somebody is begging you um, and begging you and begging you and begging you and even though you say no and you say no again, you finally just give in 
mainly given to shut them up. You mainly given to shut them up, but you but the reality of this is this. You didn't want to have sex. But you did anyways. And that's not okay. Exactly. And you did it because you they they want to stop asking and that's why you did it. Um another example is making you feel like it's too late to say no. And that's not okay either. So for example, you're getting into the mood, things are getting hot and heavy and then you decide I don't want to do this anymore, but they make you, they guilt you into it. And yep. they're like, that's well, not cool either. That's that, that's not cool. They should not be guilting you into this. Um, telling you that not having sex will hurt your relationship. That's also not cool. That is not great either. If you are in a relationship with somebody who makes you feel guilty to have sex, that's not okay. And you definitely need to talk to somebody about that. Again, sex is supposed to, supposed to be pleasurable it is supposed to be a time for you and your partner to really understand each other's bodies really connect on a different level than you can mm-hmm. just by speaking with them and being them and really connect your energies together and if there is somebody out there who makes you feel guilty and makes you feel forced like you need to have sex whatever type mm-hmm. of sex that it is uh that is not okay and you need to recognize that it's not okay and really be firm in your answer to say no. And I know that it's hard out there. I've unfortunately been in that situation before um, with a previous partner. I know you have as well, mm-hmm. um, which is why we brought this up because a yeah. lot of women, unfortunately, deal with this. Yeah. Um, like I, I mean, mentioned it's, before, it's, it's, it's not me- to say that men don't experience this too. Men, men do experience it as like, well. I feel like, again, with the whole, with the whole picture of... We're we're gonna chunk this into rape. This this is this this kind of goes into it does. the same kind of category. Um, women women have spoken up more about it. With men, unfortunately, there is a I what what would I say like an embarrassment factor to admit yeah. that they have been that they've been treated like this. Yep. Um, which is very sad. Men should be able to open up there's as like much a as women stigma, are. There's like a stigma out there that men are these sexual beings all the time. And, and that that's not true. That's not necessarily the case. No. But the, the fact of this is this. When it comes to sex, it is a two-part deal. Yes. Both parties need to say yes and honestly say yes. You and can't force them to say yes. You cannot force a yes and you have to say yes at all parts along the way. The whole act of sex there's like this aspect that's like, oh, let me convince them to say yes. Like, let's even take the aspect of asking someone to have sex out of it. Let's say I'm trying to get you to go out, right? And you say no. Mm-hmm. What am I going to try and keep doing? I'm going to try and con- convince you to go out. Now people have taken this whole topic of peer pressure into sex and have peer pressured people into sex. And people try and make it seem like it's this nonchalant thing. Mm-mm. Like, for example completely hypothetical situation let's say there's somebody out there that asks you to have sex and you say no right away but they're very adamant on having sex so what are they going to try and do peer pressure you into having sex that is sexual coercion if you say Mm -hmm. no the first time and that person does not give up you need to leave because that person is not nice he is not okay he is not looking out for you he is only looking out for himself and he's trying to use the aspect of peer pressure to Mm -hmm. make you do something that you don't want to do and here's the deal. Even as you get into sex, you are allowed to say no along the way. And this is in reference yep. just to yep. whether you just lose the mood or, for example, your partner wants to try something new in bed. Um, they can keep asking and asking and asking you and you can say no and no and no. And then, you know, if, if you end up saying yes and you try the thing, but you weren't into it, 
like that could really damage things and that could really screw with someone's head and that's okay if you're not into it yeah and that's perfectly fine if you're not into it but it's just the fact that your partner should not be guilting you into saying yes because you're already there that's not okay surprisingly enough we actually haven't really talked about this much on the podcast and i'm glad that we finally are Mm -hmm. bringing this more into fruition here and Mm -hmm. is that you are just as responsible for your sexual actions as your partner is you know you both are and if you continuously say no to something whether it's before you start in the middle of you start right before you end your partner should be there to respect that Mm -hmm. your partner should always respect the other one's uh, voices, actions, thinkings, feelings, emotions, all of it, and just like you should respect theirs. Yes. And then another part, too, of it is that if you know in your gut that this felt wrong, then it's probably it's probably, probably wrong. wrong. And if you... said that you, at the same time. Yes. And if you have this relationship with your partner where you can talk about this, talk about this now before it becomes a problem in the future. Um, yep. That is what I would say. It's important to address it early rather than later. Um, and again, ladies, men out there, if if there has been a partner out there that has tried to do this, um, one, tell them no. Um, and two, also talk to someone about it because mm-hmm. this is not something you should keep bottled up and, and it won't help. And whether you talk to us, whether you talk to a friend or family or whoever, it is very important to talk about sexual coercion, unfortunately, is an issue out there that people seem to kind mm-hmm. of push away nonchalantly. And if you say no, guess what? The answer is no. Yes. Do not let them convince you mm-hmm. yes otherwise. For those of you who have experienced this and haven't been able to understand this, I hope that you have a better understanding. But I also want to say that I'm sorry if you've been through this. It's very shitty and it's not fair. Um, it and is I'm, not. I'm, I'm sorry that no, no wasn't enough the first time. I'm very sorry. Very, very sorry. So to kind of close out a, a, a really <laughs> negative note, um, we do want to bring you guys into our next segment, um, in the last segment of this, of today's show, um, that will kind of wrap things up here. One of the things that comes with sex, obviously, is your sexual health. And so we want to talk about different things regarding your sexual health that people have asked us, that we've talked about, that our friends have talked about. And that's what this new segment is going to be. Um, it is your private health. So the very first topic that we have in relation to this is shaving your pubic hair. Yes. People do it. Some people don't do it. There are lots of hot topics out there about it. And it is time we discuss it. So the very first question that comes into this is to shave or not to shave. Yes. So if you're, uh, what do you have pulled up? Well, I have an article that actually talks about, um, like, well, it it talks about waxing, shaving, letting your bush grow wild and free. Which one's the right choice? And this is from metro.co.uk. Um, from in, the UK. From the UK. And they actually talk in favor for the pubes of why they should be there. Um, so first, the hair is there for a reason. Um, we were talking about this earlier today. Yes. So it. Um, so let's see. Oh, it acts as a potential signal for mates when they're ready to mate. Cause it, what? Because it happens during puberty. Stop. So out of nature, the pubes form and it's like, hey... I'm ready. That means you're ready to have like, a child. That's it? it also, That's the signal? 
Did you know it also Not acts okay. as protection from friction during sex? What? Yes, pubic hair acts. Pubic as... hair acts as a friction. Yes, it Interesting. all pubes also. Uh, they waft sexual pheromones. I did know that. So that I did know. They could make you sexier. I guess. Interesting. Um, they're important for sweat. Um, so why are they important for sweat? They, the, mm, so the follicles of pubic hair um, secrete sweat that's rich in proteins, lipids, and pheromones. Which I actually know the science behind a lot of this. Would you like me to divulge? Yes, divulge in the science. Well, to preface, before I went into the world of advertising, I thought I was going to have a career in the medicine world and took a lot of pre-med classes. One of them specifically was in women's health where we actually went through the woman's body specifically within pubic hair. So both for men and women, pubic hair is there to, one, protect um, your private areas. The hair is there to wick away bacteria, Mm -hmm. unwanted things to go in that area. The other thing that it does is it does secrete a sweat that actually builds proteins around that area helps protect your skin keeps your skin strong helps your keeps your skin looking good protects it from ingrown hairs think about the hair on your face right when there are different areas of your face you are not shaving away eyebrows you're not shaving away your eyebrows mm-hmm. you're not shaving away your eyelashes those two pieces of hair are there for a reason your eyelashes can help wick away different things that actually get into your eyes so when you're blinking a lot guess what the water that's coming out is actually working in conjunction with your eyelashes to wick away bacteria mm. fuzz things that are getting in your eyes things like that and your eyebrows can actually produce a sweat that help with that so when it comes to your pubic hair it is down there for a reason to help protect yourself and protect your health and when you are actively actually getting that away shaving it away cutting it away you are in a sense giving up a little bit of that protection so when it comes to shaving it away just be careful do not get rid of it completely it is mm-hmm. there for a reason. I don't believe in people getting rid of it completely, waxing it all the way to make yourself like clean, spick or whatever. Well, this this article states that shaving and waxing can cause irritation. I it, mean, it's it's irritating to shave that area. People talk about it's it all the time when they area. have an itch, so to speak. What's the one first thing that they think about is usually an, an STI, but it can actually just come from straight shaving. Think about when you shave your legs. There can be irritation from just shaving your legs and getting an ingrown hair. The same thing can happen down there if you you're shaving down there as well. Yeah. And it's not comfortable. So I also kind of think that this whole issue with pubic hair, it, it comes from a beauty standpoint. It does come from a beauty um, standpoint. People look at the pubic hair and they think that it's gross. I mean, look at porn. Don't get me you wrong. You don't see pubic hair that I often I groom myself. Everybody grooms themselves. Yeah. Everybody does. You just got to do it in the right moderation. Yes. Um. So, yeah. I don't know. What... Hmm. I mean, would would you trim it? Like, would a trimming be an alternative or like not shaving it as much? Um, I think it comes down to your personal preference. You know, whether if you want to get rid of it completely, that's fine. Just make sure you are taking care of yourself while doing it. If you don't choose to shave it, then so be it. I think it's also one of those things that just needs to be destigmatized, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's going to be that beauty standard. Everybody knows the science behind it. You can look up the science behind of why it's there. It's more a fact of do you want to trim it? Do you want to get rid of it? Do you want to keep it? I'm fine with people trimming it. I think people should, if they want to trim it, if they're very self-conscious about it, trim it. 
That's totally fine. I do. I mean, let's look at it this way. Pubic hair is like a beard for your genitals. Um, it is. So think about a beard. You would let a little bit of hair grow on it, but yep. you wouldn't let it get like, well, some, mm, those, those hipster men, they let their beards go out to that. Listen, there's people out like but that. Santa Clausness, but <laughs> when you think about a typical beard, someone's um, going to get Santa Claus with their genitals. <laughs> so when you think about a typical beard, you know, it's it's generally it's shorter but there are there is still some hair so i guess think about the upkeep of your pubic hair just think like about the upkeep of a beard exactly think about your upkeep think about your health with it as long as you can keep up with it and make sure that there are no health problems from it so, so be it shave it off mm-hmm. and like with with men and beards not every man has a beard so <laughs> I like how that's your verdict. Not every not genital every man has a beard. Is gonna have not every a bunch genital needs to have pubic hair. But I guess, like like you said earlier, it is your personal preference. But just know that the hair is there for a reason. Exactly, and and what you decide to do with it is your choice. Don't let us be the ones to influence you. Let us be the ones that inform you. We just inform you. We just want to let you know that your pubic hair is something. It's not just there. I definitely get rid of mine. I mean, in I, moderation. I, I do too. I do like once a week, once every two weeks. I listen to the Guys We Fucked podcast, and I will say they do a great job explaining about it. And in the same regard and same opinions as us, as it's your body, do what you want mm-hmm. with it. Um, I can't remember which host it was that was like, yo, I get mine shaved in shapes. And I can't even remember the episode, but this one of their hosts or one of their guests gets them shaved in different shapes and i find it hysterical i don't think i have delicate enough hands to do a shape i don't either i've seen porn before where there's like a shape i don't understand it but that's I, a lot of detail that's a lot of attention it's, it's a lot for of effort. A show i'm not for show i mean if i was in porn yeah i would do shapes cuz that's where people if are I looking i was in porn but like not in normal life people aren't looking there all the time so I'm just, <laughs> i would hope not <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, guys, it's been yet another wonderful sex episode. Yes. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. Thanks for engaging with us. If you ever want to engage with us in the future, please, please, please email us, keepingittogetherpodcast at gmail.com, or hit us up on Instagram, keepingittogetherpodcast. We have talked about our live show. There will soon be further details about the live show. On July 27th, we will have a link for you guys to reserve your spot. Did I mention the live show is free? The live show is free. It's free. Come to the live show for free. The only thing you will need to do is reserve your spot. Please be on the lookout for further details regarding that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You can see me yes. and Sabrina in the flesh doing our, see us in our damn life. thing. Uh, update. If you don't know me, I am very short in real life. So you're going to be disappointed if you thought I was tall. Sabrina and I have a great height difference between us. It's, <laughs> it's very great. She's I'm 5'1". She's 5'8". So It's great. That, just to put it into perspective. Seven um, inches. It's a whole thing but yes come on out it's free come meet us come talk with us um listen if you are coming from afar we will do a shot with you i will personally buy you one we 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 will buy you shots because you made it because you made it from afar you did it for us so we're gonna do that for you did the damn thing well guys thanks again for listening once again my name is Alyssa. i'm sabrina and thanks for keeping it together with us this week and we'll see you back next week for episode 46 later gators bye